Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the early line of Cup by Donnie Wrightside. We are live here on the Sports Grid Network, and we are still waiting on Kevin Durant news to drop. That trade request is almost a full week old. I think at about 2.49 p.m. Eastern time today, it will become uh, a full seven days old. This news, Summer League in Vegas begins today. We'll talk a little bit about that as well during this hour, but we got the most recent update, which I thought was a fascinating one. Kevin Durant has apparently gone dark. This is a report from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports that other stars around the league have continually been reaching out to Kevin Durant, trying to see what's up. Where do you want to go? All right, well, where else do you want to go? You know, hey, do you want to come join me here? But they're getting absolutely no answers. And I want to add an initial kind of, you know, piece of information here. One thing that is very well known is Chris Haynes has a great relationship with Damian Lillard. Now, I'm sure that Haynes has spoke to a ton of stars around the NBA. But there's no doubt in my mind that Damian Lillard is included on that list. And I know, as you all do, that Damian Lillard was tweeting out photoshops of KD next to him in Portland Trailblazers jerseys. I say that to say it seems as if Lillard would probably be one of the guys that has tried to reach out to KD and been given no kind of an answer. It kind of helps me understand why nobody will be reporting on whether or not Durant wants to actually go to a place like a Portland but the question that comes down, why is Kevin Durant not answering fellow stars in the NBA revolving around his trade request? I don't know. I don't think he's ghosting like other NBA stars he has the potential to play with. But I do think he is ghosting other front offices and GMs, and particularly for the Nets. I think the Nets probably, and I bet this right now. That's probably up watching right now. Joseph Sai, you know, how you doing over there? You know, you're probably watching an update here with Donnie and Kevin to try to see where Kevin Durant's actually going because he's not communicating with any organization and typically with his own organization, which is so fascinating to see. The updates coming down. Would it surprise you if Kevin Durant trades? Like Kevin Durant's going to the Portland Trailblazers. Let's go, whoa, 
Don't we have to actually sign off on this deal? What do you mean he's going to? We didn't agree to this. Oh, no, no. Kevin said he's going there, so let's make it happen. I find it interesting in that original point that I brought up, Kevin. Who's this good for right now? Is this good for the Nets with mm-hmm. him staying with the Nets? Is this good for the rest of the league going, hey, look, he's really, Kevin, freezing out the Brooklyn Nets. He's not even talking to them, so they're more apt to make a deal now, even if they don't like the packages that they're getting back. It's tremendous stuff where the biggest move on the planet we're waiting for, and it's been a full week, and we don't even have – remember the original mm-hmm. list? What happened to that? It's not heating up here. We're not seeing Pat Riley and, you know, Spolster put out feelers out here. Or maybe the Celtics going, hey, don't forget about us. Jalen Brown, if you want him, is right here. We're not hearing anything at this point right now, which makes it so fascinating that at any time, Kevin, we could hear about it. It, Well, again, this is why I bring this all up. Because, again, Kevin Durant not talking to Pat Riley. I don't know if he could even talk to Pat Riley. That sounds like unbelievable levels of tampering there. But the, the fact that maybe he isn't answering a phone call from Jimmy Butler, that doesn't really make any sense. Why, why would that be the case? As our radio audience enters the mix here on this Thursday morning edition of the Early Line, Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright, Side Series, XM, Channel 159. But if he's not talking again to the Damian Lillards and the Devin Bookers and the Jimmy Butlers of the world, you know who he's definitely not talking to? You know who he probably hasn't spoke to since he said, Hey, I, I want out. Uh, Phoenix or Miami would be great. The front office. And this front office, the way they've handled business, I don't even know if they try to call him. They probably don't, do they? I mean, they, all right, he wants a trade request. Let's figure out what we want to do. But if that's the case, if Kevin Durant's process was, I want out and I prefer Miami and Phoenix, and that's the last time that he and the front office had a contact, then how do we reach a resolution here? Because really what seems to be the heating up team in this market is the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors right now 30-1 to to win the NBA championship, believe it or not, worse odds actually, and the Brooklyn Nets to win the NBA championship who are 27-1. to But again, have we seen concrete reporting either direction about how Kevin Durant would feel about moving to Toronto? Because I'll tell you this, if the Raptors offer up the best deal and the Nets accept it and Kevin Durant doesn't want to go there, he's probably (laughs) going to have to tell somebody that, isn't he? That's what it feels like now. So when you take a look at, you know, the owner of the Nets and Sean Marks being the GM, is Kevin Durant really hitting these guys up with a new phone, who this? Hey, Kevin, you coming back? New phone, who this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is he really ghosting, like, the people that pay his actual salary and just saying, fill us in the blanks, Kevin? Do you want to stay? Do you want to go? Let's facilitate this. Hey, Kevin, we're not happy with the trade packages. Would you go to Orlando? Would you go to OKC? Would you go to Houston? Help us out. And he's just not returning the actual calls. I, it doesn't it, it doesn't put anything past me. It really doesn't. I don't think Kevin Durant's talking to the Nets at all at this point, which is why we have that he's gone dark. Which, again, then begs the question, how do the Nets proceed? It seems like they've entered legitimate talks with the Raptors, whether they were on that initial list or not. There's a new team that is rightfully slash finally entering the fold. We will talk about that and the upcoming NBA Summer League in Vegas next right here on the Air. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. in the mix here on Kevin Durant. Again, you kind of got to sift through some of this stuff here. Is apparently in the mix, and that is a team that has belonged in the mix for a good while now, and that is the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pels right now, 55-1 to to win the NBA championship. I think sometimes with a number like that, it's easier to sift through the Western Conference odds. They are 30-1 to to win the West. And the report from Brian Windhorse uh, Windy, though, you kind of got to go chase it around different various media he does. He's not as much of, dro- you know, drop it off tweets like, you know, kind of some of the bigger names. Is that a deal centered around a bunch of draft picks and Brandon Ingram could very well position them as front runners for Kevin Durant? Because what has become very, very clear about what Brooklyn wants back, because they know the picks are a guarantee. They want a star. Somebody that they believe will help ensure they are a playoff team. Somebody that they believe their fan base can buy into. Somebody that they think can be an all-star. Brandon Ingram is coming off being an all-star. Brandon Ingram is a top 25, at least, player in the sport. And at a very, very young age, obviously with plenty of years on a contract. So in that respect, Brandon Ingram, if you're the New Orleans Pelicans being on the table, could position yourselves as front runners here. And I don't see why New Orleans wouldn't be making this kind of move. Maybe you want to stay on the younger side of the trajectory. I got you. But I believe that we are still dealing with a more open landscape right now in the NBA. And we can talk about where KD for Ingram, while it wouldn't be a one-to-one swap, it would be the primary, you know, uh, situation with the deal, right? That would be the obviously the most important piece going out for the New Orleans Pelicans, where Kevin Durant paired with Zion Williamson and C.J. McCollum 
lands in the Western Conference? Because I think it would land pretty high, not just in the West, but in the NBA overall. Let me ask you, what did you make of the New Orleans, Kevin Durant, Brandon Ingram kind of love triangle potentially shaping up? Yeah, I don't know if Kevin Durant would want to go to New Orleans and play for the Pelicans, but it's not as if he would be upset about playing with the players on the Pelicans. Maybe he just doesn't want to be in New Orleans because, quite frankly, one of the more exciting spots in the NBA for Kevin Durant to go to with the team would be the New Orleans Pelicans here. Zion coming back healthy after that missed year here, signing his new deal. So he's happy and healthy again, hopefully happy and healthy again at that point. But pairing him up with Kevin Durant and also McCollum, that's a sensational, fun team. That's one of those where if you're on national TV, right, hey, what game is on tonight? Lakers Pelicans I'm tuning into that Lakers you know excuse me the Pelicans and the Magic even though the Magic are in it I'm still tuning in why because I'm going to get superstar power here for New Orleans this is one of those franchises that's really you know wallowed in the bottom where players don't want to be there like Anthony Davis I just can't wait to get out of here but Zion actually got drafted there and what's the prognosis when that happened Hey, Kevin, he's going to buy his time there. He'll play two or three years. He'll force his way out. It's what everybody does in New Orleans. But Zion sort of planted that flag down that it says, it's okay to be in New Orleans. I'm going to be here. Come get me. Come get another superstar along with me, and let's have some fun. And if that's Kevin Durant and it fits him, because you're right, looks like one of the trade options you're out here, Brandon Ingram, Dyson Daniels, a 2023 first-rounder, 2024 first-rounder, and a 2025 mm -hmm. first-rounder. That is exactly what Brooklyn needs, right? Replenish the draft picks and add star-caliber talent. So at least you don't feel fleeced when Kevin Durant does run to another team and maybe New Orleans. Fun destination there, team-wise. And again, on the KD side of it, more likely to be an all-star, Ben Simmons or Zion Williamson next season. Not close. Zion, massive gap. Massive gap when you talk about those two. More reliable, Kyrie Irving or C.J. McCollum? Obviously, the answer is C.J. McCollum. So in terms of forming a big three, it's better than the situation probably that Kevin Durant was going to sign up for in Brooklyn. He has a relationship with Willie Green from his time in Golden State as well. And I know you're trying to, you know, ah, but what about the market? He's leaving New York. And he's trying to go to Arizona. I, so, so I don't want to, I don't care about the market. I don't think that matters at all. I don't think that matters one bit. I think Kevin Durant could easily be sold on New Orleans. I think the question for the Nets is, is Brandon Ingram the most valuable player on the board? I know we have heard nonstop that Scotty Barnes is not on the table in any potential talks from the Toronto Raptors. I think if the Raptors are going to get serious about that deal, Scotty Barnes is going to have to be on the table. Scotty Barnes versus Brandon Ingram is a fascinating scenario there. Scotty, younger, better as a rookie than Brandon Ingram was as a rookie, under way more control and cheaper. The difference, though, again, B.I. coming off of an all-star, I think is an easier sell to your fan base, and I think a safer play as well. How Brooklyn would value those two next to one another would be super, super interesting. Before we get to the NBA Summer League, I want to bring this up quickly here. While it doesn't impact odds, I think it would be a mistake to not talk about it on this show. Bradley Beal gets a no-trade clause from the Washington Wizards. This is going to basically, and I don't know what, at two years at most, become the worst contract in the NBA. I have no idea what the Wizards are doing. I don't know why they are moving heaven and earth to keep Bradley Beal there at this rate. I think they might have actually been better off losing him for nothing. He has a 15% trade kicker now slapped on to his massive, massive deal. So essentially, if things do go sour, Beal gets to pick his situation and will be making even more money than he currently is now. 
like it, it almost is becoming clear as to why Beal stayed because he got a contract from Washington that he probably himself couldn't believe. This is actually now transforming into less me being annoyed at Bradley Beal settling for Washington and what you had pointed out from the jump. What are the Wizards doing? It's pretty apparent that the Wizards are doing what everybody thinks they shouldn't be doing. Now, you know me, Kevin. I like to put things in different circumstances. And I came up to you and say, you know what? Kevin has a lot, says some money set aside. He really wants to invest it. And he writes, I comes along and goes, hey, Kevin, I got the most amazing opportunity for you. Would you like to hear it? And Kevin says, sure, Donnie. I would like to hear this. Look, Donnie says, Kevin, give me all of your money. Okay, here's all of my money. Now, what do I get for that? Absolutely nothing, Kevin. I took your money. You get nothing. That's the investment that you got. So again, from a business perspective, if I'm the Washington Wizards ownership and I'm excited, maybe I'm in France this week, maybe I'm in the Caribbean next week, and I just call in to my front office. Guys, what do we do? Hey, boss, we paid some guy more money than anybody in the history of the NBA. Well, obviously, we know Nicole Jokic up that a little bit. Awesome. How does our season tickets going? Boss, we didn't sell any. What do you mean you didn't sell any? What, what is our, like, uh, what's our prognosis? Are we going to be making a run at the championship? Boss, I don't know if we're going to make the playoffs. Now, hold on. We have a playing game, boss. I don't even know if we can make the play in here. Now, let me get this straight. Some guy's going to make 50-plus million dollars a year on my team for five years, and we are going to stink. Get out, everybody. Get out. How? The thing that I'm not understanding at all, right? The Wizards leverage in the Beal race was that they could give him more money than everybody else. How did they get put in a position where they made Bradley Beal the 10th player in the history of the NBA? Not, in the, not 10th player in the league. In the history of the NBA to be given a no-trade clause. Did it, they think he was know, leaving? Again, the, Did they actually think he was leaving and they had to sweeten the pot? But, but but I guess so. Like I guess Beal goes, I have man, I'm getting out of here if you don't if you don't give me that no trade clause. And but why would the Wizards call that so fearful of Beal not returning? And again, okay, you've kept Bradley Beal. Can somebody out there please just confirm to me that the Wizards have offered up every single draft pick they have they have from now until the end of time to the Brooklyn Nets for Kevin Durant. Because wouldn't this make sense, at least if they pretended they wanted to bring in another star? Now, you can't tell me they brought in Chris Stapps. The Mavs got clearly better when Porzingis left. That doesn't make any sense at all. We're talking Summer League futures and then your baseball preview. It's all next year on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and 
breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Going to get to the baseball preview in just a minute, but I want to bring up quickly, Summer League begins in Vegas today, which, one, is important because they think a lot of the negotiations and things will be picking up throughout the day. All the GMs and, and, and everybody's kind of, you know, the important names will be in one place at the same time. But also, some more games to bet on out there, and actually a futures market, DRS, would you believe it, for the Vegas Summer League champion, OKC and the Detroit Pistons are co-favorites at plus 750. Portland 12 to 1 alongside the Nets at the same number, with the top five being rounded out. A couple of teams really all in that scenario at a 14 to 1. Orlando, Memphis, Indiana, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Any interest for you when we're talking about the summer league here, stuff that you might be monitoring or watching around the Vegas setup? Not necessarily here. Uh, just taking a look at the Oklahoma City Thunder, though, plus 750, and rightfully so. If anybody's just looking at one basketball player and the two outcomes in the games here for the OKC Thunder, it looks pretty good and pretty tempting to say, hey, you know what? This isn't plus 200, plus 300, or plus 400. You're getting plus 750 here if they can take down the Summer League. But I don't really know the rosters inside and out, but I know it's a pretty fun two mm-hmm. weeks there. It used to be an average deal, but the Summer League is showcasing. It's a headlining event now in Las Vegas every single year for the NBA, they really found something with this. Yeah, and again, with the NBA right now dominating the headlines, you know, we we know that people are going to be still interested, I think, in betting the NBA a little bit here. Let me just add a warning, but an update around the Detroit Pistons there, right? So we knew that Jaden Ivey would be, would be there, right? We knew that a Jalen Duran would, would, would be there as well for this basketball team. But Cade Cunningham... Sadiq Bay, Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart. I mean, they're sending their starting lineup from last year to Summer League. It's why the Pistons are plus 750. Now, here is the problem with that, though. People get pulled from Summer League. Like, teams send guys down, and they go, all right, never mind. You're way too good to be here. Let's, let's get healthy. Get off the court. So I would not bet the Pistons at plus 750 because, again, if Cade plays one game... That wouldn't surprise me. I will tell you tonight, and look, I know Portland isn't far off of that out, you know, outright board. I got you fine. You bet the Pistons minus two and a half tonight in the summer league. They have a their starting five is down there. Like that's outside of Marvin Bagley, the starting five for the Detroit Pistons is in summer league. They're, they should be absolutely dominant tonight on that two and a half number if you'd like to get involved to get in the summer league. Tons of uh, action out there with the futures market, which all 
should be quite fun to follow. We'll make the move over, though, to Major League Baseball here, and it all begins with the Royals and the Astros uh, with a day, with another day baseball game. Justin Verlander gets the ball. One of the bigger numbers I think you will see uh, throughout the season. We're, we're creeping up. I don't think we'll get there to a minus 400 price. We're at minus 375 right now on Houston, and I believe they lost last night. So the fact that you're talking about a bounce-back spot even – for Houston as well. How do you match up Astros-Royals? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty easy matchup where maybe you can just paint by numbers and say, all right, Verlander's on the mound going up against Bubich. It could be that easy, but quite frankly, even if looking from a Houston perspective, Bubich is a left-handed pitcher, Kevin, in 2022. Take this out. Like, usually lefties can get lefties out. That's really what the goal in Major League Baseball is, which is why you want to try to avoid it. Most teams go, okay, you got a lefty on the mound. We're going to stack righties. We don't want to have that many lefties in. Well, take a look at this. 54 batters that Bubich has faced here from the left side this year. 508 weighted on base percentage in an ISO power number of 318. Now, you're not going to get a stacked lineup tonight from the Houston Astros with left-handed bats. Quite frankly, the only lefties in the lineup anticipating tonight are Alvarez and Tucker, two very good left-handed bats that have really handled left-handed pitching. So it's kind of odd to say this, but if you're looking for a home run shot here, Alvarez and Tucker are not bad here. If we look at Alvarez, a 369 weighted on base percentage, and Tucker a 362 going lefty on lefty. But take a look at the rest of this Houston Astros lineup versus left-handed pitching this season. It's been wonderful here. Out of nine batters that we're going to take a look at tonight that we think will be Kevin in the starting lineup, only two of those batters have weighted, excuse me, ISO power numbers that are below that 175. That's Alec Bregman, which is kind of interesting that Bregman is one of those guys at a 100 ISO power number. And then you have Myers, who only had seven at-bats this season. So if you take that out, you got guys like Altuve, 397 ISO power number versus lefties. Pena, 267. Tucker, 241. Alvarez, 205. Gurriel, 212. McCormick, 250. And how about this? Is this a stunner for you? Well, Team Maldonado, the catcher who bats in the nine hole, who is a de facto pitcher at the plate, he's got a 208 ISO power number versus lefties. Regardless if Bubich gets out right-handed batters or not, he might get raked tonight by this offensive lineup here for the Houston Astros. Which, again, if they're going to smash and Verlander's going to do his deal, then this is why you get to a minus 375. What I will say is, remember yesterday, we were talking about the Dodgers and the Rockies. You were getting two and a half runs at minus 120. You weren't able to cover. Now, it was a 2-1 final. It's minus 130, a little bit more expensive today if you want to take two and a half runs with Kansas City. But now, again, it's not apples to apples, right? But just for the perspective, the Astros have not beat the Royals by three runs in this series yet. So while Houston is much better than Kansas City, it is not some guarantee that you are just going to wipe the floor with your opponent on a daily basis in Major League Baseball. Usually it's not an accessible number, two and a half runs. Minus 130 is not bad if you prefer to go out, uh, go about it that way. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati are at it today. I believe this is game number one of a doubleheader, which always makes for an interesting setup here. We have the listed uh, pitchers, though, for game one as Minor and Contreras, and these are close odds, a legit straight pick them right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Which side are you leaning? Now, yesterday, taking a look at that Pittsburgh Pirates lineup, he said, okay, maybe they can get after Severino from the left-hand side. They weren't able to do anything yesterday against Severino. So now you factored into today and say, okay, you actually have a doubleheader for the Pittsburgh Pirates, but it's always nice, Kevin, as we start the day off. And the reason why we pick game one is because Miner's going to be on the mound. And if we take a look at the rankings of the pitchers today, once again, minimum, you have to have 20 innings pitched here in 2022. There are 24 pitchers on the card today that fit that mold. 
Kevin, if I were to tell you that Mike Miner is number 24, that would not be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Why, XFIP number on the season, excuse me, XFIP minus is a 134, an ERA of close to seven, a 5.41 XFIP number, just disastrous surroundings. Now, if we take a look at what he does well, not much. So if you're looking at yesterday, we said to yourself, we really want to line up left-handed batters against a right-handed pitcher. Today, you want to get righties in the lineup. Take a look at Miner, who's a left-handed pitcher this season, Kevin, to right-handed batters, a 409 weighted on base percentage and a 341 ISO power number. But even if you're taking a look at lefty pitchers that should get lefty batters out, how about this? Miner's got a 340 weighted on base percentage of lefties and an ISO of 282. So if we're just looking to isolate those power numbers that we love to look at with chances for home runs and big days, 282 to lefties, 341 to righties. And if you're new to those numbers, anything for a pitcher, you want to be below 175. So both of those numbers are elevated. We're going to take a look at guys today in the lineup like Chavis, a 365 weighted on base percentage and a 259 ISO power number. Castillo, 272. You have a lot of interesting guys in the lineup tonight for the Pirates. Just no matter if they wake up at the plate. They were horrendous yesterday against the Yankees. Maybe they do wake up in game one here of this doubleheader versus those Reds. The Pirates team total, four and a half. Cincinnati's number, the exact same. Uh, The Juice actually, though, uh, just a little bit stronger on Pittsburgh there. That nine and a half total is plus 100. That is a little interesting. While I know it's it's nothing that resembles a far trip, and I'm sure the doubleheader kind of pushed them into this circumstance there, that was a night game that the Pirates played, Donnie, against the New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. I mean, they closed it with the position player in the lineup. Aaron Hicks was treating it like wiffle ball, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, He hit a grand slam as well in the game. Stanton followed up. Did you see the clip that's going around, too, the Pirates broadcaster? Like, Stanton's ball's flying, and his call on the home run is, this is ridiculous. Like, almost what? Like, clearly someone that would have your back in the whole, please stop letting position players take the mound. He, He was not happy about it at all. No, and it's got it's for for a gambler it is interesting as well because I know some people had the under in that game and you just say it turns into a mockery when it never should have gotten that bad. But also when you take a look at like home run perspective, I love like I like betting home runs now. You want to tell me now that more and more often in the eighth and ninth inning we're going to get some position players and you can sort of tack on yeah. and we're talking about tack ons like add a home run and level up to two home runs. It could be possible, but Major League Baseball, and I know there's a good, and it's a shame that it's taken away from the game itself because the Yankees were very good, and they deserved it. They didn't do anything wrong by hitting these home runs. Like Tony LaRusso, like, hey, guys, make sure you ground out to get this game. We don't want to show the pitcher up. No, you turn the game into a clown situation, good on the Yankees to destroy that clown situation and amplify it even more. Baseball should do something about this because, quite frankly, it's ridiculous. It really is. We talked about the judge two-plus homers. So he hits the grand slam, and then they put Marwin in, I think, for for defense. I think they're like, ah, judge, like, you know, you're fine, you're good. Marwin ended up coming up against the position player. Uh-huh. I got a feeling that Aaron Judge is going deep against a position player. Yes. Like, if somebody out there did have the two-plus homers, they were screaming at the TV. Let's see if we can sneak this in here. Phil's Nats, barely... You want to know how bad yeah, it is? Belly falters nearly here we go. creeping up to minus yeah. 200 range. I mean, this is your guy here. And, well, I mean, what are you? This is your per, This feels like a match made in heaven, both sides of the plate here, maybe. 
Yeah, both these lineups stink. Both these pitchers are even worse than the lineups. So yesterday, you watched the Philadelphia Phillies strike out 16 times in a Josiah Gray start yesterday for the Nationals. Things could turn around quickly today. And another guy, I don't know how you leave him off here. You just pencil in Kyle Schwarber every single day to hit home runs or even hit multiple home runs. Because we take a look at a dome on the mound today. A high XFIP number. Doesn't get lefties or righties out. And here you go, leading off Kyle Schwarber. 339 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage, 372 versus righties. He's going yard again tonight, people. Kyle Schwarber's home run number tonight, plus 200. Yeah, they're not letting yeah, you bet those for last free too. anymore. Man. That is a low, low number. Coming back with your more baseball preview on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Angels line up against the red hot Baltimore <laughs> Orioles are, are favored against the LA Angels, man. I mean, if that, I don't care what the pitcher matchup. If that does not speak volumes to what position the Los Angeles Angels are, the Angels, forget, the Orioles have a better record than the Los Angeles Angels. It is incredible to see when you match it up here. Uh, first of all, let me ask you this Who do you have as the starter for the Angels right now? I have Silseth as a listed, but it looks like also okay. it looks like maybe it's Lorenzen that gets updated here. So you're right. I had the the one I based it off was Silseth, well, but quite frankly, has, uh, Silseth yeah. though. So okay. I, I think we probably so we'll should go with work that. off of yeah, yeah. I would work off of that. Uh, they have strikeout props for Silseth, so that seems to be the right guy. He's okay. going up against Jordan Lyles. So when you do line this up here today in Baltimore, well, how are you seeing it? 
It's pretty funny, though, right? Because you look at the updated odds here at the FanDuel Sports will get a minus 110 price for the Baltimore Orioles. They say, oh, they make a pitcher. Did they trade a, for a very good starting pitcher? No, it's Jordan Lyles on the mound here, and they're still a favorite over the Angels. If this doesn't tell you, you know, Angels organization, GM ownership, that your team just absolutely stinks, the fact that you are a dog to Lyles and the Orioles tells you a lot when Mike Trout and also probably, you know, Tani are each going to be in the lineup tonight. But if we take a look at Lyles on the season, He's not a very good pitcher. If you can load up lefties against Lyles, you can certainly bang him around. But at the same time, you need lefties to do that. If I look at the anticipated lineup tonight full of lefties, Villar, Walsh, Rangifo, Marsh, and Velasquez, not very good here. So even with an anticipated lineup that looks like it doesn't even have Otani in it, which again is a lefty, put him in. Like Otani should be fighting. Say, hey, I know I pitched yesterday, and I know we picked up the win, but put me in the lineup against Lyles because when we turned it over to Silsel, you actually have a very good lineup here entering into the game for the Baltimore Orioles. Now, is it with star power? No, but when you're talking about a team that can load up some left-handed batters to get after Silsel, they can do that. If you look at his record on the season, weighted on base percentage, how about this? A 464 for uh, lefty lefties for Silseth and a 406 ISO power number. So if we're looking at lefties tonight, Mullins, Santander, Rutschman, Odor, I need more lefties in the lineup. But even if you don't, they should be able to hit tonight. And if I'm looking at both sides of the equation, it's always with the Angels. Like, why should I be worried about a team that's Trout and Otani in their lineup or possibly, you know, healthy tonight and playing? Where I don't know if they can score off of Lyles. This game should go over, but quite frankly, Baltimore's probably going to win. Here, so here is the interesting thing, right? One, Jordan Lyles this year has been significantly better in Baltimore than outside of it under a three RRA when he's been pitching in Baltimore. Not the best win percentage when booked as a favorite this year belongs to the Baltimore Orioles. Small sample size, I know, but they have won six of the eight <laughs> games that they have been favored in. The notion being... When the Orioles, it takes a lot for them to be favored. So when they are, it's not a mistake. And that's how I see it here again. They're going to be a favorite here, and they should be. Because the Angels stink, especially if Otani isn't going to be in that lineup. Mets, Marlins. This is a good one here because the Marlins uh, were really, really hot. Now, you did get that win streak snap because Otani had the ball. But the Mets are looking to keep some momentum rocking, put together a nice extra inning victory, come back uh, up against Cincinnati to close that series out on a high. Mets back home, favored as you would assume, totals a nine. Is this a spot to maybe back the Mets here today? I don't know if it's a spot to back the Mets because, quite frankly, you do have two bad – I don't want to say bad pitchers on the mound, but two underperforming pitchers on the mound. Castano, the lefty, is due to make the start here for the Marlins. He's got a high XFIP number, but he does have decent splits here, Kevin, versus right-handed bats. A 301 weighted on base percentage coupled with an ISO power number of 121. He's been okay there. The way that you've got to answer Castano this year is actually from the left-hand side, which, again, he's a left-handed pitcher, not getting lefties out, which is usually a surprise. 389 weighted on base percentage of lefties with that ISO power number of 321. But if we look at it, you know, the, the Mets are going to put out a lot of right-handed bats today. Only anticipated left-handed bats will be Nimmo and also McNeil. Nimmo does have some solid numbers against lefties. McNeil does not. A better overall lineup that you could take a look at between the Marlins and the Mets, sure, they're going to have the better lineup. But if we look at the Marlins side here, 
Trevor Williams, all from his Pittsburgh fame here, which used to be a great fade pitcher for me, hasn't been that good. And he's a right-handed pitcher, not getting lefties out. To lefties this year, Kevin, a 352 weighted on base percentage and an ISO power number of 205. But you only have Wendell Sanchez. Looks like two lefties in the lineup tonight. The Mets should be able to win this one, but I'd be a little bit more confident if it wasn't Trevor Williams on the mound. But having said that, both of these pitchers do struggle a little bit, and the Mets lineup is better. I do have a slight lean with the Mets coming home today after a good win yesterday where I believe they played in six total runs between the ninth and tenth innings yesterday to pick up that win versus the yeah. Reds. Yeah, huge piece of momentum again coming into this series. But I'll tell you this right now, this is a full strikeout prop play for me on Trevor Williams over the three and a half at minus 122. Mm. Projections are fantastic for him in this matchup here. The minus 122 juice is not bad at all. Miami is also uh, the 25th ranked team when it comes to strikeouts per game. So right near that bottom five in all of Major League Baseball, it's a good spot to back Trevor Williams. Again, it rotates when he's able to cash this number, but this is probably the worst team he will see from a strikeout perspective as a starter all year long. So I will be on his over three and a half, which checks in right now at a minus 122. Yanks Red Sox feels like we've not seen these teams play in a while, and I'm excited for this year because we know the Yanks are always playing good ball, but Boston has been a much better team since I feel like the Yankees last saw him. Garrett Cole goes to Boston. Probably going to have to try and shake out some of the scaries here. Uh, he is a road favorite, as you would anticipate. You trusting Garrett Cole to get the job done in Fenway? He should get the job done. But if we're taking a look here and you say to yourself, now hold on, like Garrett Cole is a minus 168, which usually would be a heavy favorite, but he's not going up against a named pitcher. But let me fill you in on the details here of Josh Winkowski. Having a very good season here in 2022. How about his XFIT minus number coming in at a 91, an ERA, Kevin, of 3.12, and a manageable XFIT number of 3.66. But it does pale a little bit in comparison when we take a look at Garrett Cole, and it should. He's not supposed to be the same capable pitcher that Garrett Cole is. But if we take a look at Cole's season, how about a 71 XFIT minus number, an ERA of under three, and an awesome Sierra of 2.92? The Yanks are the better team here, and maybe you get some momentum from some of that funny business yesterday where everybody was able to get hits, home runs, grand slams for the Yankees. But the Yankees are a better team overall heading into this one, and I think they're going to be able to pull it out. Now, do I want to bet the minus 166? Possibly no, but if I'm just looking for a head-to-head -head matchup, even though Winkowski has been good this season, Yankees have a better overall lineup and the better starting pitcher. They should handle their business tonight in Beantown. This, though, to me, feels like kind of a, I don't want to say a big start, right? Because that might be a little dramatic. But I think for personally Garrett Cole, I think this is an important start. To go back to Fenway and handle your business would be ideal. Pitched against Boston, opening game of the season. Now, listen, not people didn't have, you know, the, the length that they had. He only went... Uh, four innings, 68 pitches, but it was not good. We know that. Gave up a first inning, uh, you know, first inning runs. Uh, that home run to Rafael Devers. And again, that was at Yankee Stadium. But to be able to handle the Boston Red Sox lineup today, I think would be a big thing for Garrett Cole if he can ultimately do it. Cardinals, Braves, I got to tell you, Atlanta Braves, I know they've been home in the series, but I feel like they're puffing their chest out a little bit right now here against St. Louis. This is bully ball. They, don't feel, they feel like they are markedly better. And one of your favorite pitchers and striders on the mound here today, look at this number. Over minus 200 comfortably for Atlanta against a good St. Louis lineup. That is, a, that is a strong, strong Atlanta number there on a Thursday. 
It really is. And I like the fact that, you know, Strider's my guy out here. And the one day I really went on a limb and backed oh, yeah. him. He absolutely got filleted on the mound, but he's been back to his dominant self here. A guy that you say, look at Atlanta. They just find these guys. No, it's a really good organization. This isn't any surprise that they're finding guys that are actually capable and really good young pitchers. And Strider is one of those guys. He's been dominant to righties and lefties. And you're right, Kevin. This is a very good lineup that's going to come into play tonight for the St. Louis Cardinals. And quite frankly, I can't back them. Now we flip it over. This is where it starts to get a little bit exciting here. And as some people like to say out there in the business, it's going to be a hard hat summer. Well, tonight, it's going to be a hard hat night down there in Atlanta here because Libertor's on the mound against a team that has off-the-chart numbers. If we take a look at Libertor, he's a left-handed pitcher here. To lefties, Kevin, you know his weighted on base percentage, 408. Now, he has tempered that here because he doesn't strike out a lot of batters and he walks too many. His ISO power number to lefties is an 067. But the party gets started from the right-hand side here because if we take a look through 62 batters in 2022 for Libertor, 422 weighted on base percentage, ISO 385. So if we look at the right-handed batters in the lineup tonight here, Ronald Acuna, a 399 weighted on base percentage coupled with an ISO power number of 250 versus lefties. Dansby Swanson, 235 ISO power number, 407 weighted on base percentage. Austin Riley, 358 ISO power number, 418 weighted on base percentage. Travis Darno, 240 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage, 380. Adam Duvall, 359 ISO power number, 357 weighted on base percentage. Righties versus Libertor. One of those games you say, Don, you can't bet five guys to hit home runs. Oh, yeah. Watch me do it tonight. Five different Atlanta Braves yeah. line up. Let's to give go. people an idea where these numbers range. Acuna, plus 255. Riley, mm. 285. Duvall, 320. Mm. Dansby Swanson, plus 350. And then the big one, plus 480 for Travis Darno. Again, that alone mm. can kind of cover your night if you line up the home run props for the Atlanta Braves. Tigers, White Sox here. White Sox trying to... You know, gained some momentum. Guardians slipped up to Detroit. Now the White Sox with Cease on the mound need to handle their business here. Huge favorite. Minus 250 at home against Detroit. Understandable. Is it all Dylan Cease? Wait, I can, you. I know that the team total unders don't line up here. But it's a good Go. pitcher against this Detroit lineup. <laughs> I mean, it's a three. I got you. But, I mean, how is this team going to muster up runs unless they're starting to figure it out, which I doubt. I don't know what it's like. There's 27 outs in a ball game. I think Dylan Cease's strikeout prop is 26 and a half tonight going up against this Detroit Tigers team because it's all bad up and down the lineup. But I do want to focus here on Brieski on the mound, a high XFIP number. Let me just take a look at his overall statistics here on the season. And quite frankly, hasn't been all that good. A 123 XFIP minus number, not very good. 4.89 here as an XFIP and a Sierra of close to five. But here's the issue we look at this lineup here it's very under excuse me it's been underperforming for the entire 2022 season but you get Eloy Jimenez back hits a home run last night and you say all right another one of those big beef eaters in the middle of that lineup that can do some damage and quite frankly Bresky hasn't been able to get as a right-handed pitcher get right-handed batters out in 2022 353 weighted on base percentage ISO power number of 255 you got a lot of big right-handed bats out there but again underperforming on the season. If we're taking a look at Major League Baseball games, Kevin, here's that moniker. I'm going to use a leap of faith. The White Sox should hit Brieski and the Tigers tonight. Yeah, I, I think that's that's fair to say. I mean, just to give people an idea, for 10 strikeouts, you're only getting plus 200 on Dylan Cease. 
That number yesterday with Otani, I believe, was plus 360. I think it closed around like plus 440. So the expectation is that Cease is going to sit these guys down a ton. Quickly, Rockies, D-backs, expectation is a lot of offense. Yes. Run. Run. Don't walk to the window. Run to the window on the Colorado Rockies team total tonight. Run. Sprint. Get there. Why are you watching the show? Get to the box. Dallas Keuchel. Is that Dallas Keuchel Run there? One of the Run now. That guy's now. a Cy Young. That guy's a Cy Young in his... Man, oh man, it should be saying. Early line closes out for this next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, last segment of the day here on a Thursday for the early line. Right here on the Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159. Both on your right side here. And Kevin Walsh is usually setting the table here from 7 to 9 a.m. for the rest of your Sports Grid Day, which does include coming up next year, the morning after with Ben Stevens and friends. Now, a lot is going on in the sporting atmosphere right now. The NFL is about to get cranked up. His training camp is roughly two weeks away. But my goodness, all eyes focus attention here on the AL MVP award because it's oh, 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 Otani. Listen up. I mean, my goodness here. I I know we can't wait for football. I get it. You have all this college football, NFL. Yes, it's right around the corner. But don't miss out on this race here for the rest of the summer here. All eyes squared up on the AL. It's one team that's very good with the New York Yankees, one team that is so very bad for the Los Angeles Angels, but two star caliber players here that are equally deserving to be MVPs here. One, that is Aaron Judge, who sits now at the FanDuel Sportsbook at a plus 100 to win the AL MVP. And right behind him, Shohei Otani closing the gap at a two-to-one price. And why is that? Shohei Otani has gone now 28 and two-thirds innings without giving up 
a single earned run. This guy is an absolute phenom. He's making like roughly $5 million a year. He could be the best pitcher in the American League this year. Think about that while also hitting about 275 to 280 with 35 home runs. Aaron Judge here could hit 60 plus home runs. The Yankees could break the all-time winning barrier here in Major League Baseball and surpass the Seattle Mariners. And it could still come right down to the wire. If you blink, you might miss it. Shohei Otani's simply sensational 2022 pitching performance is going to continue because he's been absolutely dominant on the mound. Aaron Judge, watch out. Shohei coming from behind here, and he could take that lead over the next couple weeks in the MVP award. Sensational stuff, but you know what else is sensational? Sticking around the grid and checking out the morning after with Ben Stevens coming up next right here on Sirius XM Channel 159. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.